What's up? What's up, everyone? Uh, I am. This is Gamer Grudge. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Matt Poole, aka Book Tampa Bay Book Fan. I apologize for being late. Uh, work has been the problem. I don't want to blame that, but that's the issue. Uh, but uh, we got a whole slew of new guests and new fighters. Some two new, one old. Um, so let's go ahead. Oh, oh before we start, um, I forgot. Before we start, um, I got to introduce not only Cal, the human, fit, fat, the human cheat code. What's going on, everybody? Glad to be back. And not and, um, um, well, Also, guys, after what happened last week, we had a little mess up because I was the one fighting, and we had to get a special fat checker, another fat checker. And seeing that it's tough to do this, we're going to need two fat checkers to do this show. So um, I want to introduce y'all to Nicole. She's our new fat checker. She's now part of Gamer Grudge. So, Nicole, tell everybody about you. About me? Uh, <laughs> I'm Nicole. On online, I go by Rhapsody. Uh, I like video games. <laughs> very, I'm very, happy to very, be here. All right, good. Love to have you. Uh, but uh, right, let's get to the fighters. Uh, let's start with um, our, let's start with the um, let's start with the person who's been here before. Um, Tommy Z, the Z Man. What's up, Tom? Hey guys. Mac didn't embarrass me enough the first time, so I'm back for another round. All right, cool. And we have um, Johnny. I, I want to call him Johnny Bravo, but I don't think he'll like that. Uh, what's up, Johnny? He's part of the Kentucky Nerd Podcast. I was on this podcast. It was cool. So say hi, Johnny. What's up, guys? I'm John. I'm a big nerd from the Kentucky. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? That's it? Yeah. I don't know what else to say. I work in IT, so... <laughs> Got a website, and finally, we have Ed. Um, he has his he has he does Twitch stream. I love his Twitch streams. Everything he does, he does voice acting, sort of like me. It's awesome. It's like looking into a mirror. So say hi. Hey guys, Luke Christ here. That's my YouTube name at any rate. Otherwise, I'm just gonna go with that for right now, since that's what most people are gonna probably see me as. Hey, do Let's Plays, do voice acting, do a whole lot of stuff, and I plan to do a whole lot of stuff even further as soon as I get the proper equipment. All right. All right. All right, that's great. All right. Um, Uh-oh. What happened? Sorry. Who, what, when, where, why? Went off for a minute. So for um, whatever, so people who are new to the show, I'll go through it. We go through go four ahead, go rounds ahead. of questions, and everyone accumulates points if they win the rounds. And the people who have the two most, the two most, uh, two highest point totals at the end of the four rounds moves on to the head-to-head -head PVP. So, yes. Also, Nicole will be checking the Nicole, our new fact checker. Not only will be doubling this fact checker, she will be checking the YouTube comments, making sure that you stat keep it PG. You silly kids. I just want to mention that it's a godsend, Nicole. So I don't check fact, uh, ch check facts as well as the time and the YouTube and the Twitter. So it's a lot less for me to do now. You got it. Yes. I got the Twitter and the YouTube. I'm, I right. got it, guys. Got YouTubes and Twits and, do and, the and all of that. All right, of it. I, I, know, it. I know we are shorting on time today, too, so we're going to try to keep the rounds shorter a little bit, too. Um, but we should probably get started because I know we have a time crunch today. All right, people. Are you ready to grow? Yeah. Yeah. Leroy Jenkins. Okay. Leroy. 
All right, let's start with question number one. Question number one is, um, what, and this is what the one we've been building up to for a long time, what is the best Zelda game? And we're going to start with the person who was close to the last time. I'll start with the Z-Man. Let's go. Oh, all right. We're starting with me then. So a little, ba little backstory. When, when Mac asked this question, my first thought was, man, there, there's no way I was going to get this option. Then I went and asked him and was shocked to know that The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time was available, which we'll go into further. All right. All right, John, what you got, man? I got the link to the past, man. That's just the greatest, one of the greatest Super Nintendo games ever made. All right, cool. All right. All right, uh, Marches, what you got? Edward, got? go ahead. Huh? Ed, sorry. I did not hear you. Okay. Uh, for me, though. That's okay. Uh, I had to choose uh, Twilight Princess. Good replay value, good graphics, good story, good plot, a lot of good action, too. All right, cool. All right. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and cut the chit chat of how, why your game's better. Let's just go ahead and get right to the grudge. So, as when I ring the bell, you will start killing each other. And go kill each other. I'm so lost. This is the first time I've seen this. I'm so lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, this is where you start debating. Y'all going to debate why your game is the best. All right, is there a certain order this needs no, to go, go in? Ahead. Or we just no, just, just take down the games. Yeah. Take, take down the games. Promote yours and destroy others. Oh, okay. Well, for one thing, I will give Ocarina of Time this. It, is, it was a good game. It was a good game with good plot. The graphics, though, and the replay value, there's nothing to add for that. There was something to add called graphics. That's what the 3DS version was for. Yes, they re but replay value. It. I'm sorry, replay value. I didn't. I played it. It was good. I, I couldn't get back into it. Play it again. I played Twilight Princess like three times. Sorry, re replay value does not a great game make. If you play it once and it's great, when Tarantino movies don't have that great of rewatch value to me, that doesn't mean I don't think they're great. But the but the replay value has, should have no bearing on whether the game is great or not. I'm sorry, I have to disagree with that, though. If, if you replay something, that means you liked it enough to want to go through the story again, regardless of whether or not you know the story. You want to see how it goes on again and again. You want to see all this action, all this again. That's one of the things that's about replay value. It's the same thing with movies, too. I mean, yeah, you can see the whole same movie 100,000 times, but if you're never sick of it, to me, that makes a great movie, story, game. Okay. I heard a lot from Link to the Pants. Link, Link to the Past. Man, Link oh, to the Past, you got, a, you got a pink hero, and it's still awesome. That's all I got to say right there. And you got the Dark World. And it's you have some wrestling. Yes. <laughs> Twilight Princess has sumo wrestling. That's that's all I need to bring up. It's what What is that? It's Twilight Princess didn't even really advance graphics that much. It was just there to be your generic Lord of the Rings style game with just being, it was just trying to make up for the previous game and try to be a little more like my game, Ocarina of Time, which has become the benchmark of Zelda games and the one that has been paired to ever since. So 
So not only, so it, yes, I will give you that it may not have the replay value, but it, you don't need that for a game that is so vast and with such a large world that you don't, that you could probably replay Link to the Past two or three, two, three, four, maybe five times before you even finish uh, Ocarina of Time and, and get the full value out of it. So you're going to have, so starting right out, you're going to need to catch up to Ocarina of Time. It took everything that was great about Link to the Past, which was that great fighting mechanics, and it took it to the next level, aka 3D. But it also added more quick items during combat, took all those battles, and now with 3D you have that extra dimension, so now you have to you add in the lock feature, so you lock onto enemies during combat. So it took what, it took what Link to the Past built, and it built on it. It's it's just, and it's become the benchmark of Zelda games ever since. Okay. Well, you say that, but then they made Link Between Worlds on the 3DS, and that game's just as good as Link to the Past. I don't but, believe they uh, did. Ocarina of Time got uh, Majora's Mask. <laughs> That's not Ocarina of Time. That's a very different game. It's a continuation of the story, though. Yeah, yeah it's like in the same world, no? So, if Plus, you guys had silly plot twists at the end of your games. Mine was a straight-up Ganon story. It was a battle against the great enemy Ganondorf, rather than, oh, look, Ganondorf shows up at the end. Oh, the enemy was worthless the entire time. Oh, no. You're fighting Ganon from the beginning. Ganon put a child in a coma in Ocarina of Time. You, you finally get to see the full power of Ganondorf. And... By the end, you have the great epic battle with Ganon's final form, rather than your kind of quick over with final boss battles. Okay. Okay, All I can right. kind of see the point in that. I can see the point in having Ganondorf, or I like to call him Ganondorf, but he's like, yes, I can get that he's the big bad villain of the entire series. But at the same time, he's the big bad villain of the entire series. He's in every single game. And while that is good overall, when when they started talking about what the uh, what it was a Skyward Sword and how that all started, I'd like to see variety. I honestly do. I mean, granted, I I didn't much get the twist at the end, but like having him come in as like, oh look, surprise villain. Again, that's not something I, I go with. But just the fact that they tried to expand to different um, different villains, because Ganon Ganondorf he may be a big baddie, he may be a big baddie, but he cannot be the only big baddie there ever is in that world. There's got to yes, be other be, other villains the out only, there. He can't be the only ones, but you have to try and establish villains, which your games tried and failed because Ganondorf had to come <laughs> sweep in and save the story from them. But it tried. That's the point I'm trying to get. Yes, it tried and failed, but at the same time, it tried and it did accomplish some of what it set out to do. So I, I give it props for that. I mean, yes, you get points for trying to raise a B live B villain to A status, but you still mm -hmm. had the A you still had the ace pitcher come in at the end. Alright. Um Is it really a Zelda game if it don't feature Ganon? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I always wanted to drink that bell. Okay, uh I'm gonna give you each um one, that was a good round. I'm gonna give you each one minute each. On uh, why your game is the best. One minute. Apiece. Hold on, hold on, wait one second. Do do I need to post the poll on Twitter now that they're done arguing? 
No, yeah, go goes, ahead. It goes okay. up right when the it goes up right when the question goes up, and then like I put it for like about like five to six minute uh, poll, and then um, you don't tell them the results until after Mac chooses. Mm-hmm. The okay. Don't worry about it. Don't don't worry about it for this one. Uh-uh. That's we, okay. we already did. It. It's we have okay. a super we'll, we'll get... active chat, so I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, in pretty... the chat and I'm trying to listen to you guys, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, imagine it's, trying doing that and the Twitter and the time. Yep. Nice. <laughs> no yep. thanks. <laughs> All right, go, ahead. go ahead. Go with the final arguments, Mac. One minute, five arguments, and I'm gonna start with the man who started all, Tommy Z. Megan. Okay, so nothing else needs to, needs more to be said about Ocarina of Time, but I'm going to do it anyway. So once, so once again, the set design was one of the pivotal moments, and it has aged well over time with that 3DS conversion. It was, it was once stated by game developers that it was a walking patent office because of how, of how many wonderful dungeons and caves that it, that it gave us. It gave us a wonderful story between Ganon and Link. And let's talk about the praise for a second. Almost perfect score on Metacritic. Nintendo Power in 2012 ranked Ocarina of Time the number one Nintendo game of all time. Not just Zelda, Nintendo. It was, ran- it was also ranked number three behind Metroid and Super Mario Brothers in Nintendo games by IGN. It was well regarded as one of the greatest games ever made, not just in Zelda. And one final thing, my game features Zelda actually doing something rather than being just the giant exposition machine, which she was, but she also helped out during the final battle and showed up as basically a ninja as Sheik. That's it? That's it. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go um, with Kentucky Nerd. I'm just gonna let you do uh, John, what's up? What you All got? Alright guys, listen. The NES started with Zelda, and they had to make the Super NES, and it got Legend of Zelda linked to the past. 16 bits, just flipped Zelda all over it. Side, they got Zelda 2, which that, that game, it, it's, it shouldn't even be called Zelda. It's a good game, but it shouldn't have been called Zelda. They got the original that's remade, got amazing story, you got amazing characters, amazing sprites. You can, uh, I mean, what other free Roman game is there on the Super Nintendo that you'd rather play? There's not many. He might have pink hair. That's okay. We'll forgive him for that. But, uh, I mean, he goes and saves his uncle's sword and stuff like that, and he rescues the whole world. Uh, okay. Well, I guess that's Dark it. world and stuff uh, like that. I don't know. That's it? <laughs> I, guess. I don't know what to say. I, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, all right. Ed, what you got, buddy? What you okay, got for me? So- I've heard, I, okay, here's something that I've always heard. Like, people always say, oh, Twilight Princess is, like, not the best or it's not all that good. But I have to disagree. I mean, from everything that I've, every time I've played it, it's always been at least somewhat enjoyable, for even if it's a little corny at times. Yes, it doesn't focus on Ganondorf being the main villain and Kazan coming at the twist, as a twist ending. Yes, it doesn't, you know, focus with Zelda, having Princess Zelda in it, but it expands with, like, other characters, like, other people in Link's lives that he can come across. And it ex- expands on the world even more than what we usually see in the older games. Like, okay, so yes, the, there are the three Triforces, Yes, and all that, and they're great power, but they're not the only power that exists. They're like the uh, the avatars of light, the shadow objects. All that stuff helps to build the world up even more than it already is. Instead of just hearing the same story again, it's about the Triforce of Power, about the Triforce of Courage, Triforce of Wisdom. It expands to say, 
hey, these people are smart and they are magically inclined. Surely that they must have tried to use other forces in the world just besides that. And thus there are other villains, other story possibilities, other characters that can rise up. So to me, Twilight Princess, while there are some parts, yes, it can be improved a little bit, it's still a great game that I always enjoy to play over and over again because of those same elements. And yeah, I realize my okay. voice just kind of cracked there, but yeah, forget it. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Sorry, I just wanted to use this bill so much. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're prerogative. All right. You're prerogative. Cal, fact yes. checking. All right, so yeah, um, it is true that uh, Link had pink hair in Link to the Past, so that is true. <laughs> um, I did look up the sales for all the games. Uh, according to Zelda Informer, Ocarina of Time sold about 11 million units. Then in second place was Twilight Princess with 8.55. And in fourth place was The Link to the Past with 7.31 million units sold. Um, Tom was actually correct about like uh, all the, the critic scores as well. Uh, Ocarina of Time is one of the highly, most, is the highly, most highly accredited uh, accredit game for the Zelda franchise. Um, relatively speaking, towards this time, because um, you know they always have different scales. You know, sometimes it's out of five, sometimes it's out of ten, sometimes it's a hundred. So, uh, depending on the scale, it is the most critically acclaimed. But a lot of people do give a love to a link to the past. Um, so that's pretty much it for that. Uh, also, on the fact checks, real quick, I found two websites that rank Twilight Princess as the top-selling Zelda game. Uh, I also found two additional websites that did Ocarina of Time. So I would say that we can't really use either of those stats because apparently nobody can agree. Uh, I'm just saying. I found, and they're accredited websites. One of them is Game Trader USA, uh, the Zelda Informer. One of them was, you know, like the fan wiki page, which had a bunch of links to other things, like an article from 2004. And I would just say that to call either one of them, they were great sellers. And I would say having four different websites say either one was the best seller means that they were all pretty good. Warning, yeah. warning, info overload, info overload. I'm just saying. So all you're all really wrong anyways. The answer is Wind Waker, so. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I, I, <laughs> this is the exact reason why I got two fact checkers. <laughs> but uh, what what do y'all think? Who you think? Who you two think won? Are y'all divided or are you equal? I wonder. I'll, uh, Nicole, go ahead, Nicole. You can go first. You know what? Uh, I think I think Tom convinced me the most. I felt like when everybody was debating, uh, he was the one that you know was like gave me the most information. I felt like he was the most prepared. And uh, I mean, I went into this thinking surely somebody's going to pick Ocarina of Time and they're going to lose because the only reason why people like that game is for nostalgia. But after hearing your <laughs> After hearing your actual uh, debate, I, I'm going to have to say Tom won. Okay, okay, uh, I, cool. I have to agree with Nicole. I thought Tom won. He seemed like he gave the game mechanics. He gave a lot of, you know, he also, the whole thing about Zelda, the game's called Zelda. Like, almost all the games are called Zelda, but it features Link. But um, Tom actually went into why Zelda was important in that game as well, even though she was chic for most of the game, spoiler alert. But um, still involves Zelda, you know. Um, so I do agree with that. Okay, cool. All right, um... Let me go through each. All y'all argued well. Well, except for John. Sorry, John. Sorry. <laughs> you ain't going to lie. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was not a, your best argument because I was like, you just like, yeah, he does have pink hair, but I was like, yeah, that's all. And I really was rooting for Link to the Past because I actually love Link to the Past. And it came that's down to me. Uh, Ocarina of Time, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 but 
it came down to me between Twilight Princess and Ocarina of Time, and I love both of these games. It's pretty good. I love all three of these. Let's let's not get rid. Let's let's not say in talking to junk. These are all good Zelda games, but I gotta agree with what they're saying because. Tom really came with it because I thought Tom was like you. I thought, yeah, Tom probably gonna lose this because they have a lot of info. But Tom really, really just just said like mine is the only one that has Zelda doing something in it, and that's the one where I was like, Tom won. So Tom, good for you. You you won the first well, I point. Mean, I don't think it was only just that. I think it was also he mentioned the game mechanics, the the quick use of items yeah. and all that. So it was like he brought a lot into it. So, yeah, he brought a lot. I don't, don't want to say just because of what I said about the Zelda thing, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah, but uh, good first round. Good first round. Um, so Nicole, what they're saying in the chat? Are they hating me? <laughs> no, they're not. We actually have quite an active chat. Uh, a lot of people are agreeing that Wind Waker is the best, which is awesome. I'm winning, and I'm not even participating. Uh, so it's fantastic. A lot of people are saying that I ruined everything by not putting up the Twitter poll. So that's also <laughs> fun. <laughs> Don't blame. Uh, I, I know probably it's probably Cord is probably blaming this. Like, oh, it's you ruined it. No, no, it's okay, people. We'll we'll get it up in the next one. So. Oh, and I got two two people are saying a link to the past is the best. So it looks like it's a uh, you know everybody it, just got their own opinion. <laughs> I, I mean, if I had to pick, mine is um link between worlds because of the fact that you can hang on the wall, and I like that. Right, but, awesome. Um, yeah, that that's an awesome game. Um. But uh, we don't got time for that. Let's go. Let's keep going. Uh, Let's go. Right. Next, Next question is... Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, what retro game deserves the Sonic Mania treatment? Um, now, those of you who don't know what Sonic Mania is, um, I don't know what bridge you crawled under because that is an awesome game. Um, you should go play it. But it's a game that takes the style of Sonic and re re just remix it a little bit. That's it. So um, I'm going to start with uh, I'm going to start actually I'm going to start with um, Ed over here. So Ed, what you got? The one that I think should get the uh, treatment is Star Fox. That was like my all-time favorite game as a kid, next to oddly enough, Ocarina of Time. So point to you there, Tom. Uh, but yeah, Star Fox was definitely one of my favorite games. Just the idea of going out into space in these giant freaking spaceships, fighting a big head, and offering all these different like little adventures. All the while, being a fox who's accompanied by a rabbit, a falcon, and a toad. That was just a great game overall with a lot of enjoyment to me. Like It was made for kids, yeah, but... I I could honestly play it right now today and still be as happy now as I was back when I first played it. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Johnny, man. Johnny Bravo, what you got? All right, you guys. Listen. Johnny Bravo. Not really, but we'll work with it. <laughs> well, listen, guys, what, what other game did you play on the NES? It was Contra. Think about the Switch now. Couch co-op. You got two controllers now on the side. It'd be a perfect game to be modern retro right now. Hmm. Okay. All right. Contra. All right, Z-Man, what you got? What you got up your sleeve? What I, got, what I got up my sleeve is an old PC and N64 classic in the Star Wars universe that has been almost long forgotten but still has become a cult classic, 
1996 game Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. Now this, this game was almost re revolutionary in a way because it was the one of the first times you got to play as a Han Solo type. It's, you can't obviously be Han Solo because frankly Harrison Ford would never ever do voice work. But you got, but you got essentially a carbon copy of Han Solo to the pants, honestly. And running through your, a, a Han Solo is very popular now after his death, and B, you can, we have much better graphics now. You can add in a few levels. You're basically tuning it up, and the people in N64 actually didn't get any voice work. So you're going to add that to folks that played on consoles, because I had no idea, being a PC gamer, that all the popular one, the N64 one, did not have voice acting. Well, that was only in the PC version. Oh, you're cutting me off? Okay. Oh, no, no, I'm saying, okay, I'm listening, I'm listening, okay. Oh, sorry. It's anyway, okay. that's, that's about done anyway. All right. Uh, Nicole, do you have the poll ready? I just posted it. All right. Good, oh, good. I got it this time, guys. I got it. Yes, yes. Also, I like to hear I.I. Captain, but, you know, we, we can work on it. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Um, so, all right. Um, now it's the time for y'all to start slashing and dashing and killing each other. When I ring the bell, you can start hacking, killing, maiming, and using a machete to kill them. All right, and go. I think I'll try using a scalpel instead of just maiming and, you know, just picking key points. But, okay. Star Wars, great series, love it. Not going to say a bad word about it, really, unless you're kind of thinking like the um, Phantom Menace or anything like that. But I'm going to say I think Star Fox takes it because if you remember Star Fox, you remember seeing all those worlds, the lava worlds, the asteroid field, the cities, all that, all those different places. I think it could really, really uh, benefit, from, benefit from this, uh, from, this uh, from a tune-up. Because you could see all those worlds, and it'd just be so awesome to see. Plus, you have all with the with their sp those spaceships, those all those add-ons, the bombs, the uh, twin lasers, all that. That could all looks just so awesome with their thing. And probably, maybe we can finally get the giant spaceship that they use as their home base on the deal too. That would be awesome too. It would be awesome. I like I, I, I kind of want to get one thing out of the way before we continue this argument, and that is do a barrel roll. <laughs> I, just, I really. That's another argument. <laughs> Any, anyway, so, so so Shadows of the Empire is something that will appeal to everyone as kind of the tweener genre between your kind of original trilogy universe and the expanded universe because you get the the big big bad Prince Zizor, I think is how you actually pronounce his name, but. You're gonna a get the cinematics rework, so you're gonna act. You could actually get a proper cinematic. You get the battle with IG88 completely renovated, which would be amazing since that that fight was good even with 1996 technology, which was pretty terrible. So that was that was terrifying. It was it was intense, but now it's going to be even more intense with mo with modern technology. You don't have IG88 randomly flying around. You could get the steps even better. You could get the weapons even better. You know, not just you know that weird pulsing blast, and that's why. And not only that, but Shadows of the Empire was limited by the technology of its time to just those, I believe, twelve levels. So you, 
like Sonic, where they got they kind of insert a few levels into Sonic Mania. You can insert a few levels into Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire to kind of make it more the Han Solo mission. You can make you can make him try to make the Kessel Run. How awesome would that be to see you as Dash Rendar trying to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs? And that actually brings up another one, too. Like, uh, same thing with Star Fox. Like, you had a set path that you had to take. You could either go left, right, straight down the middle, and it, you wouldn't be able to go to the other planets, really. But at the same time, if you they did the redid for Star Fox, you could go to all those planets and possibly get some add-ons, too. Like, if you manage to free the entire squadron before you go, get, you go fight the big monkey, then you get some specific trick. You get some treasures before you get to go, and that will help you on, the, on your way. Plus, I think it could really benefit from the uh the enhancement because i don't know if this happened to you guys if you ever played star fox but the way that it was always like said oh you always beat him by going inside of the big monkey and you get to see your father and that never happened with me i think there are some glitches in a lot of um in a lot of the uh original games that you never got to see that specific ending and that you missed out on a whole lot speaking of and speaking of glitches that's another thing you can repair with shadows of the empire because they have recently ported that to steam it was the first time in a while, they've gotten it to work on modern computers. Believe me, I've tried with the old CD. And there are, there are actually a lot of glitches, most namely that you end up sliding down various mountains as Dash. You keep running even though you stop. So it's going to fix a lot of the glitches that some of these ports that were very rough because it's a 1996 game that was kind of advanced for its time, trying to make it work on modern PCs. So instead, you're bringing it to the modern console with modern technology. I'm going to let the uh, Kentucky dude uh, argue for a bit. <laughs> yeah. All right, listen, these two, these two guys both have modern retro wrong. You're supposed to have sprats, and you're supposed to be able to catch co-op. I mean, you got they, they're talking about reboots. They've already got Star Wars Battlefront 2 coming out, and they got Star Fox. The last game it was out, out on was uh, the Wii U. I mean, when's the last time you played a Contra game and sat down with your buddy? You can play right now with the Nintendo Switch. It would be a perfect game. Call of Duty. Play for Nintendo Switch. Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a counter-terrorist organization. <laughs> We're fighting aliens, man. Contra fighting aliens. You fight zombies Call of Duty. That's like every, fighting this. That's like that's like almost every other uh, like Goldeneye or whatever. You can think of any other game that can fit that specific criteria. And there's already like a lot of different games coming out. Uh, Call of Duty for one. That was definitely one. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking right now, but I know there's a lot of different shooter games that you could get just like right now, like uh, Wolfenstein, I think. I'm not totally sure, though. Doom? Doom? <laughs> you can do split screen on Doom? Gotta we're talking that. about first-person shooters. We're talking about modern, retro, old-school gaming, man. Well, yeah, gaming. yeah. Well, it's that's coming back with the Switch. I'm happy. Coming back with the Switch. Do you play Doom? It is modern retro. I would love to see... The same treatment that that, that, that uh, Sonic is getting for Star Fox, because that was like the original Star Fox. That was a great game. I'm not going to say the other ones were terrible, but they didn't. Star do Fox the wasn't good until the 64, and it actually ran more than five frames per second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> He's tapping. Yes, that shit happened. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I am having so much fun tonight. Um, okay, 
Um, I want to give each of you um, two. I want to give you actual one minute, same as last time, to tell me why your game is better. I'm gonna start with who was that? I'm gonna start with Ed. You were the beginning. <laughs> tell me why. <laughs> okay, so like I said before. The Star Fox games in general are not terrible, but the original Star Fox game was a gem of it. And if it gets the same treatment, we could see something even better. The shooting graphic, the graphics were great for even for the time. Even for right now, they're still really good to look at. The locking system, the little gadgets that you can get, the possible upgrades to the, 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 the designs when the things go boom. And plus, again, you can possibly see the actual ending that you're supposed to see that I got cheated out of. You can actually meet your dad inside the big monkey's head. I got cheated out of that one. I want to see that specific storyline come to a close. Plus, you could also possibly, if they decide to do this, that you could possibly see so many other worlds. Like, uh, you could... And the, just the, the thought that those worlds can be, look so much better than they did back then. Like that lava planet? How awesome would that look nowadays? Oh, and there was that total Independence Day ripoff. That was lovely. <laughs> Okay, I didn't have to use the bell. Oh god, guys, you gotta let me use the bell, people. Um, so, uh, Kentucky, what's up? What you got? All right, man. Look, look. Modern retro is sprites. That's what Sonic Mania is. That's like uh, Shovel Knight. It's awesome games like that, but they're upgraded with you know more high def sprites. That's what I'm talking about. You got running and gunning, old school couch gaming. That's what you want. You want your buddy to come over. Like right now, I could give my son right now, he could be Tails right now playing Sonic Mania. He, if we played Contra right now, we could be playing right together in the old school graphics. Still, and they still hold up today. Awesome running and gunning. It just sounds like a blast to me. And they haven't made a Contra game since, I think, the DS. <laughs> These other games have got re releases. Which Star was Wars, great, by Alpha. the way. Contra on the DS was, was good yes. stuff. Okay. All right, that's all you got. All right, dang it, y'all not letting me use this bill. Um, I, I know Tom. Tom will not fail me. Tom did not fail me. Okay, it's your turn, Tom. One minute. All right. So with both these games, like you, like you guys admitted, there have been there have been continuations of these storylines. There have been continuations of this game of these games. We have not seen anything from Dash Rendar since Shadows of the Empire. And what's better than nostalgia right now? Star Wars nostalgia. Star Wars nostalgia and Han Solo. And essentially with Dash Rendar, you're gonna re you're gonna bring it back to modern standards. You're going to add in various levels. You're going to add in if Dash Rendar, you can finally have him speak a lot more and be the Han Solo type that you know he is, because he, he basically just had to do it with his eyes and his actions with his little robot buddy in the game. You get IG-88 and various other, well, IG-88, Boba Fett, all those other Star Wars side characters you love so much, you get to fight them with new, with new technology. With yes! Yes! I gotta use the bill! Toss up! <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh my god, you and that bell. <laughs> you barrel roll. <laughs> all right, all right, um... Cow fact checking. Uh, it, it was pretty clean this time, and uh, from what I saw, um, I do want to mention that I think uh, Shadows of the Empire is one of the first games that you that took advantage of the uh, expansion pass 
or the expansion pack that uh, the N64 had, like the little thing, the little bay you could open up in the front, but the new thing that you buy for like, I, I forgot how much it was. But so they did improve the graphics a little bit for the N64 with that, but uh, I never even knew it came out for uh, the PC. Yeah, the, the yeah, PC I, was I, probably the main one. Yeah, I know they, I know they made a PC version for that. Um, Nicole, you got anything to add? I don't. The the fat checks were pretty great. Although I got a very awesome comment that said yep. uh, they thought Kentucky was wearing a Mega Man helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I thought they, that was a Mega Man helmet too. And they they totally <laughs> were bummed when they realized it was just his hat and headphones. <laughs> I have to get a Mega Man hat. You kind of look like Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. It was pretty All great. Right. It is awesome. Okay. Um. What do y'all okay? What do y'all think? Who do you think won? I, I want to know if we're on the same page. Go ahead. Okay, I'll, uh, you want me to go? Okay, I, yeah. in my opinion, um, the only person who I think got the actual retro gaming aspect was um, John. I don't think the other two games are really retro. I feel like Star Fox is more of a retro game than Shadows of the Empire. But of all three of those games that they mentioned, Shadows of the Empire is my favorite solely because it's Star Wars and it's a bounty hunter type of game. But, um, I really do think the heart of the question, uh, John did the best job with the heart of the question. It is a retro game, and I'd love to see it. And I love that he pointed out like stuff like bat, you know, Battlefront is coming out, and that's a new, basically the same thing as Shadows of the Empire in a way. And then Star Fox 64 they've had and stuff like that. And, and I feel like Contra, I, know, I don't consider Contra to be saying like it's Call of Duty and all that. This is like a side-scroller with like fighting little aliens as a little person. Seeing a new version of that would be great. And so I, I would give a point to John, in my opinion, for this one. All right. So, I would I would actually have to agree. I feel like Edward did a better job of actually debating, but I don't feel like Edward picked an actual, you know, 2D side-scroller game. I mean, Sonic Mania isn't a 3D remake. It's a 2D side-scroller that's a modern remake of an old-school game. And uh, shout-out to Marcus. I'm using his words in the chat. Uh, but... I, I would say I would say that Johnny got it because Contra is the only one that that really fits what the uh, what the question was. And might I add that our Twitter poll wait, wait, totally no, 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 don't, say, don't say yeah. You gotta wait for Mac. Don't to... say don't say don't say what I have to wait. Oh, okay, yes, you have to wait. Yes, yes. yes, yes. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Retro gaming is like Star Fox is retro gaming. I was a '90s kid. I don't. Other than that, that's to me that is kind of retro gaming. So yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm I was too. I get you. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm not. Dis- I am. I accepted all these answers. Uh, I am not debating whether it's retro. So I'm not mad about that. But here's the issue, <clears throat> Tom. You're out. I'm sorry. Go go hit the showers. Um, I did not like that pitch because. It's just, what What else are you going to do with that game? Yeah, you're going to do something else, but why don't, you just, why don't you just make another Star Wars game? That's the issue I have with that. Which they are. Pretty much, yeah. So, and, um, but yeah. So, it came down between John and it, and like I said, I was leaning a little t- towards Ed's with the arguments. Like I said, the arguments, I leaned towards them, but Tom took them down a little early when he said do a barrel roll because it reminded me of some, when he did that barrel roll. It reminded me of something else that made me upset, and that's Slappy Toad. No! Oh, save me, Fox! I don't want to save Slappy Toad. And if you just say, if you now, Ed, I'm not gonna lie to you. If you would have found some way to just say 
oh, you can avoid Slappy Toad, or better yet, you can just destroy Slappy Toad and kill him. I might have, I would definitely chosen you because I cannot stand Slippy Toad because he gets on my nerves. Um, but I always like Slippy a little bit. Slip, Slippy, yeah, Slippy pisses me off every time I go on a mission. I'm like, I'm about to kill these people. I'm like, no, save me, Fox. We we need to move on if we want to hit our time for tonight. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, Ant one, uh, not yet. Um, <laughs> John one, John one, John that one. So, all right. Um, sorry about what's that. The, what does the poll have it? What does the poll have it before we move on? The poll also had John win. Okay. All right. Question three then. Contra baby. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So we're tied up. So now we're coming to this question, and the question is: Pitch a Time Splitters sequel, and we're gonna go a little bit quick with this one, guys, because we're running a long time. So uh, let us go ahead. Um, let's uh, let's go ahead and um start. So start Huh? Oh, yeah, John. John. John, John you're first. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. So I completely screwed this question up anyway, but I'm going to pitch it anyway. Let's pretend that Nintendo bought out the Time Splitters IP. So they really want to go back in time and they want to make a real Mario is missing game, except it's going to be Luigi and he's going to be a first person shooter and he's just going to be massacring everybody trying to find his brother. That's what we got. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Every time we get the weirdest and weirdest pitches. Okay. Uh, I, I, totally, I totally missed this question. That's what I'm going with. I'm sticking with my guns. It's, okay. I like that. Uh, Tom. Tom. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to take a moment here and go over my pitch and get it out of the way now. So the, so the war with the time splitters has continued. But this time, but now the space marines are on the ropes. So... Cortez, the main character, has thwarted their efforts on many occasions, but this time, the time splitters have been leaving devices known as quantum towers at various points of human history. All of, all of this in an attempt to take over and destroy the human race from within, from the past. As you can tell so far, this is taking a little more of a dark and serious tone. So, so now they're going to give Cortez a pair of glasses, known as, uh, she's getting, given a device called the Time Leaper and given indicator glasses to discover what humans are actually time splitters because now time splitters can mimic humans in whatever time they are. And then she's giving the device called the Time Leaper which will allow her to transport in any time period that has a quantum power in it. The only problem is as, she starts to, as he starts to use it for the first time, a time splitter infiltrates the ship and and damages her his time yeah time leaper and so Cortez is dropped in 1934 and has to determine where this quantum tower is only to find out he's in San Francisco right now and way over by the bay you have Alcatraz which is the quantum tower so, Cortez has to infiltrate Alcatraz and destroy it in order to dis destroy this quantum tower. And Cortez has no weapons. They were not able to prepare him for this time travel. And he, there's no way for him to get back. So he has to fight through Arkham Asylum style. Yes, Arkham Asylum style. Through <laughs> Alcatraz. 
the time, the time splitter knows Cortez is there and puts all the inmates out. So in the chaos, he has to rob, rob an armory along the way in order to be able to take out enough prisoners to get to the center tower where inexplicably, because we have to have a little bit of wackiness in some of my pitches, inexplicably they have a self-destruct mode at the control panel which Cortez then has to activate. But the entire point is it's kind of, it's a dark, gritty prison fighter. Okay, okay. So basically, after all this, is basically the rock and time splitters. Welcome to the rock. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> okay, so we got uh, Michael Bay presents, um, Michael Bay presents. Oh, no. Oh, no. Time splitters. No. No, no. <laughs> no Michael Bay. <laughs> The Rock is an amazing movie that Michael Bay was good back then. He was reined in by Bruckheimer. And I'll bring Bay into this. <laughs> oh, God, no. Okay. Transformers 5. Uh, anyway, right. yeah, What you got? <laughs> okay, my turn? Yes, yes. Okay, I am not going to lie. When I first heard pitch a sequel, I thought, I originally thought that meant pitch one of the sequels that has already been made. So I was completely unprepared for this, but... Throughout the, I've been listening to these guys, so I've been, I've come up with one. Don't know how good it's gonna be, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hedge my bets on it. This is gonna be awesome. Uh, do it, do it. Okay, so basic premise is, so during the uh, their time on their ship, they notice like little random inconsistencies, like people forgetting great, great names, people forgetting things that they've done, until some at one point people began disappearing altogether. Like, everyone on their ship starts to disappear altogether, and then they realize something's going on in their pasts. Uh, their past selves are being killed off before they join up. So they need to figure out where they're, where they're dying in their pasts and go to prevent it. Okay. All right. All right. That's what all I've gotten in, like, maybe five minutes. I, I deserve some credit for that. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, so what? So what's the title for yours? What you gonna call it? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna call it Time Splitters Shattered Lives. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And so we got what, Michael? So Tom, are you seriously gonna call it as Michael Bay presents Time Splitters? I am not. I would just have them uh, pitch theirs and then uh, dis uh, like uh, dispute the other one, not go to a grudge because we're low on time. Okay. 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 So. All right, let's go ahead and grudge it out. Grudge it out. Um, you only have two minutes to grudge. All right, let's go. Ready? Go. Who wouldn't want to massacre a bunch of people with Luigi? Going back in time, you could have an educational game. You could have uh, Luigi trying to find Mario again. It sounds awesome to me. You could just give Luigi a BFG, let him go to town on the Koopas. What? I and not compute. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this is so funny. <laughs> oh but god. If you're really going with the Michael Bay, Tom, if you're really going with the Michael Bay presents, I will get proof. I will get the evidence to say do not do that. Ninja Turtles. Not, first off, it's not. It's not called Michael Bay presents. It's just an Al It's an Arkham style video game within Alcatraz, which is the most famous and one of the largest prisons and. It happened to be direct. That's not similar to the rock at all. I'll get that out of the way. It's called Time Splitters: Agent of Chaos. 
not anything to do with Michael Bay. Okay. It's more of an Arkham-style game where you have to take down the prisoners, not kill them, by the way. And oh, that's where the glasses. <laughs> that's where the glasses. That's where the glasses uh -oh. come in because so the only, the only okay, 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 okay. Tom, you're out. <laughs> Tom, you're out. Tom, you're out. Nah, nah. No words. <laughs> Bullshit. So basically, basically <laughs> yeah, I could yeah, just, just play Arkham Asylum, pretty much. Yeah, that's Arkham Asylum. You lost. <laughs> it's in between. That, plus, plus, we got a. And I own four thousand televisions. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Uh, so now we got uh, it's between John and Ed. So y'all fight it out. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> leave hard on that. All right, let's get the Luigi. Uh, Nintendo's gonna have the first M-rated game with Luigi going back and saying his brother. <laughs> Why would you make Luigi? Why would and you, you make and you hated mine? Brothers M-rated. That? That's not what they are. First off, well, I'm, we're pitching this, <laughs> and you threw me out. You threw me out, and this guy's pitching an M-rated Mario. Heck yeah, man! Who wouldn't want that? I, oh, you okay? I call okay. shenanigans. Just slaughtering people shenanigans. like Doom style, baby. Okay. <laughs> I can't stop. Anything. I can't. Let's stop. Let's stop the madness. I just did that because I I, I just wanted a good laugh. <laughs> to me, time was out because I, I'm not even gonna go with, listen. I'm not even gonna listen to the fat checkers because time is out. Um. Sorry, you agree me, Cal? No, actually, the only game I would play is Tom. To be to be honest, because did I agree? Wait, 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 wait. First of all, I would either play Tom or John's game only because only because I like Edwards. <laughs> I, he had everything going for him until he said that to go back in time to find out how they died before they become agents. Wouldn't they not exist? Time, time isn't a straight line. It's yeah. wibbly wobbly. It's like a big bowl of wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. <laughs> Right, but if you kill your, if they're happening before they be, become <laughs> agents, you said you can't, you can't do that, right? Because then they wouldn't ever exist to go back to become agents. That's right. What time travel, like, you ever watched Doctor Who? If you ever watched like a lot yeah. of that stuff, nothing happens like right away. Like it takes time. It is time doesn't like things being done to it. At least that's from everything that I've seen. It does not like things being done to it. So thus, that's the ripple effect. It takes a while for everything to catch up to everything. But if you die in the past, you're not going to be there in the future. I'm pretty sure. No, but you're, no, no. Your existence, from everything I've seen, your existence comes into question, but it takes time for time to, oh my gosh, that sounds so, okay. It takes a while for time to catch up to, the, to, the, to that God, fact God. that you're already look, cemented in the timeline. Listen, listen. I'm the judge. <laughs> I'm the freaking judge. I say, I personally, personally think Ed won this. It, it's it, it's a video game. You don't gotta explain crap. They they can mess it up. I mean, if Back to the Future sat there, did the line like we went to an alternate nineteen eighty. Right, Back to the Future as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, he explained. I just explained it a little bit better. So I still don't I'm get sorry. it. Okay. I'd play Tom's game or 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 John, but okay. I'll play. I'll play, play premise, but I just didn't make that. That one fact did not sell me. That's the one thing I don't get. But okay. Well, here, well, I I I. Oh, sorry. I think it was Russian. <laughs> John, you funny. <laughs> okay, we got to move on. We got like ten minutes. All right, all right, all right, all right, guys. All right, let's get to the last one, and we're gonna go quickly Wait, with this. Who won? Who won? Oh, um, it won. So let's get this. Let's get him this in his five-minute pitch. <laughs> he just come up. 
Yeah, yeah, because we got to move on with this, but this is becoming a fun show. Um, all right, so let's we'll see who moves on. And the last question of the day is... Last worst video game is, death. What is the worst death scene in a video? Well, worst video game death. Whatever. All right. I'm going to start with Tom. <laughs> okay. So I noticed that all of us interpreted this question completely differently. So I'll start with my interpretation, which was the worst as far as storytelling, as far as game mechanics. And as far as just logical sense in a nonsensical world, and let me take you back to 2007. You've just assassinated your you've just assassinated your target as the master assassin Altair. You've taken out a couple guards, and now you're they're hauling ass away. You're trying to get you're trying to get away. You see see this body of water. You jump in to try and evade the guards, maybe even swim away. And guess what? You just waddle around for a little bit and die almost instantly and that not only frustrated fans if it's frustrating in a game where you can jump off of a tower and jump fall into a bale of hay that your master assassin who's basically a ninja is defeated by a small pool of water okay cool. oh my gosh all right john all right so i'm going with final fantasy 7 when aries died so you guys know she's a main character from the straight beginning. You spend time dating her. She gives you a rose at first. She's supposed to be like this ancient hero. And all of a sudden, Sephiroth comes down with a big sword and stabs her right in the back. She probably spent countless hours probably leveling up, learning her skills. And all of a sudden, she's just dead. So basically, it's she, her death was just there for shock value. Yeah. All right. I see where you're going with this. All right, Ed, what you got? Well, unlike these guys, which is like one is shock value, one is just like it didn't make any sense. I went one with actually got me, gosh, like made my spine shiver and caused a bit of nightmares afterwards. I had to go with a, the uh, brain transplant from Wolfenstein, the new order. My gosh, my, I, I could not freaking, ugh. sorry. just I went with the one that was the most like terror, gross out, nightmare inducing. Like what to me would be the worst death to experience uh, and it's now to me having watching that happen the skull being slowly scraped open and then your brain pulled out ha huh. that to me is probably the worst all right all right <clears throat> all right let's go ahead and start alala grudge and we're gonna start and i'm gonna give you how much time i'm gonna give them guys I say like three, three minutes, two, three minutes. Three minutes. All right, and start. All right, okay. first off, so, so with both of yours, both of yours are wonderful moments of storytelling. They may be gruesome, they may be heartbreaking, but that's exactly what they were supposed to be, and that's exactly what they should have been. Aerith's death was a huge motivator for the, for the future games. It was a beautiful scene where you see her spirit fall into the, uh, I forget what life that stream? Uh, life stream, yes. You see her spirit drop into the life stream with this beautiful music in the background. It's a beautiful scene. There's, it was a wonderful piece of storytelling that continued a great piece of storytelling. Yours displays the, this ruthlessness and evil even more of Death's Head. And 
even by your own arguments admission, the worst one to experience, A, he opened that skull rather quickly. It wasn't that slow. And the brain was sucked out pretty quickly. When you drown, you drown. It's one of the worst experiences you could ever have. That takes a while rather than, you know, just a quick brain suck. You feel a little pain. It's gone. You're, you're in pain for several minutes. But it, just from a mechanic standpoint, it doesn't make sense. And they, you can fact check this. They even made sure to highlight this in Assassin's Creed 2 because it pissed off enough fans that it's this nonsensical world where you can dive into hay, you die in water. They had to highlight it during the reveal of Assassin's Creed 2 that Ezio, unlike Altair, can swim. Okay, I, I, I got to argue a little bit here. Um, I, get, I see your guys' points in each area. I do. The error thing is a just a shock death. But then again, it, it, further along the, it furthered along the story. I, I've seen a lot of people don't like it, like uh, Pyrrha's death in Ruby, if you guys have ever seen that. Loads of fan backlash because of that. But it was essential for the storyline to continue. Like, I, I, it will hurt, yeah, but it's essential for the story to continue. Yours, though, you said yours was the worst because it didn't make any sense on how it happened. And I will grant that. And I will grant that. <laughs> Sorry, my time is almost up. It's I okay. I will grant that, but... It, that's what your basic premise on. We each had our own different interpretation of what the what it was the what the question asked. Mine was what will look like the most painful and what would cause you the most nightmares after seeing. Mine, I chose that one because honestly, I that one actually gave me some phantom pains because I could just seeing that happen was terror inducing. And I'm someone who loves horror movies, so I've seen a lot of stuff, but that was just some of the most gruesome stuff that I've ever seen. And may it may not have happened slow like again i probably was wrong about that but just the visuals of it gave was enough to give nightmares your your factor yes yes the drowning thing is bad but not as gruesome and plus your your argument was it was bad because it didn't make any sense from a guy who could fall from 100 feet into hay into a bale of hay and still live so iris uh, iris dying it doesn't it doesn't make any sense either because she like they gave her uh, a ultimate and everything. Like you can still get the ultimate, but according to the pace of the game, you would never hit that ultimate. It makes no. It's like they just threw it in there, in the middle of the game for you to just feel bad. <laughs> just feel was, bad when she. It dies. was to. It was to feel bad and to for and for Cloud to further pursue his nemesis. It was a major motivational tool. It it basically jettisoned the story. It was a wonderful piece of storytelling and. Actually, one of the most one of the most beautiful death scenes I've ever seen in a video game. It's with yeah. the peaceful with the peaceful music, the the like glorious piece of light when yeah, during was, the stab is exactly not worst. <laughs> well, it was the worst. To everybody, you know, it hurt everybody the worst. That's what I'm saying. Yes, but it hurt. It, it, right in the fields, man. Right in the fields. I love the game so much. Yes, it's full of hope and full of light, but there's also that reminder that there is going to be some despair along the way. That's what brings it back. Yes, it hurts, but it's like you love the pain of it for the for the pleasure exactly. that it brought before. It's like watching a really sad time, movie. Time, time, to... time. All right, that, I, that was good. That's a good fight. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, um, you want um, you want to go? I want to give you one minute, one minute each for your final argument. All right. And I'm going to start with Tom. 
Okay, so so as as we said, both of both of their two deaths were to continue along the story. In Wolfenstein, that was a pretty much a defining moment in showing just how evil Death's Head was, and the motive, and even more of a motivator to kill him in the in the very next in the finale, where you have that epic final boss battle. You now have extra motivation in the story, and and like you like you have admitted, yes, it's it's tough to watch, but it's it's a fun, it's a pretty brutal game. It's a pretty brutal premise, and that's that's his brutality was the reason was a good piece of storytelling. Whereas Altair dying was the game manufacturers not feeling like programming in the ability to swim. They threw it out there early, and that along with the repetitiveness is exactly why people. It was a great. It was a great game, other than those two features that they had to fix for Assassin's Creed 2, because it pissed so many people off. And all uh, right, <laughs> all right, uh, John. So, if you guys played Final Fantasy VII without any spoilers, you, you know, I mean, you're just playing this game and you're falling in love with these characters, and all of a sudden. One of them dies. I mean, just she gets stabbed right in front of everybody. It touches everybody's heart. It's sad, super sad. It's one of the saddest moments I've ever seen in a video game. I mean, if that ain't one of the worst deaths, I don't know what is. All right. You're done? All right. Ed, uh, what you got? Okay, again, it comes down to that. We each took a different approach as what we consider, consider the worst games. Was it done the worst graphically or in the game? Was it done the most gruesome nightmare way or was it done the most heart-wrenching way? It comes down to like which one we interpreted the question as. And again, it comes down to you as the judge to figure to decide which aspect is more important. Honestly, each of these each of these deaths are great in their own in their own worst way. Worst way to go, worst how it was done, worst why it was done. But in the case of Mind. It was like that one is the most that will give the game players the most nightmare inducing. Oh my gosh, why did that happen? Yeah, don't let it ever happen to me moments. Okay. All right. There and Tom. All right, Cal, what you got for the fat chicken? Oh, it was pretty clean for it, except for the fact that I think, I don't know what Ed was getting at, but the uh, brain itself does not have pain receptors. So you wouldn't feel the pain, but I guess you'd feel the pain from the scalp being cut off as well as the skull. All that, but the brain itself would not feel the pain of it being. However, I don't know what happens in the game, but if you're scooping it out, it wouldn't feel that pain. But other than that, it was clean by everybody. And I do want to say, it was, I want to say, um, it was interesting that everyone interpreted the question. Like Edward, Ed was saying that it was interesting that um, how everyone interpreted the question differently. Uh, so, like, I, I, I guess it's really up to you. Like, I wouldn't know who to choose because they were all great answers. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. But I think like, uh, like what they're saying for um, John's, like, it, just, it, it was for the storytelling. And stuff like that, and it didn't have the most emotional impact, but that like um, progressed the story, I think. So that's why I would exactly. eliminate that, in my opinion. So it came down to Ed and Tom for, and it's up to you to choose that because they're both completely different answers. All right, Nicole, what you think? Uh, I don't like anybody's answer. <laughs> the right <laughs> answer, the correct answer is Chloe from Life of Strange, but uh, whatever. I guess in, in that instance, I would have to go. Um, I would have to go with John because for me, worst video games comes down to uh, what's most heart wrenching. You know, like I didn't spend ten or fifteen hours molding this character to have them ripped away from me. Right and in life is strange. Right in the feels. 
she well the thing is is in life is strange the whole game's about you saving this one girl and then at the end it's like save her or the town and it's like oh, no F point you. Yeah, I, yeah yeah you I know and like that that was so dumb so i mean like you know mine's a mixture of all of them i would have won this round <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, yeah it, yeah it's i agree um y'all both are coming up with some good answers y'all you know i thank you for that um no, let's get down to the let's get down to business. Uh, Tom, I think more it, I, you didn't. I agree that that's a terrible thing to do, but yours is more like okay, you it's more avoidable. And I know I understand what you're saying. It's terrible, but yours is like more avoidable. So that's the reason you're out on this round. Um, it, to me, it became down to John and um, Ed. Because, like I said, his time is more avoidable. Your twos, your twos is like it happens. It actually is going to happen in the game. Either way, it's going to happen, so you can't avoid it. Um, the thing is, with Ed, it's more like, yeah, it's 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 gripping. Because I I know you're saying because you got to choose between one or the other. You're choosing the person. It's you're choosing it. So, um, I agree with you. Aerith is a terrible, terrible thing to happen. She puts in a lot of effort. You do all this, but I didn't hear. Did you say that? Did you say that you put all your effort into getting this one person? Yeah. Say what if you did? There are no people that has. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> they even gave her an ultimate. <laughs> you can yeah, literally it, get it. Is, yeah, it. This is tough. This is tough. I get it because it's really tough. Um, I'm I'm biased. I I'd go with Ed. that that Wolfenstein scene was messed up. Just yeah, it was messed up. I, I agree, it's <laughs> messed up. But they both presented good arguments. Um, is it okay if I give it to Twitter? Saying, it seems bad. Uh, you can, except uh, well, Twitter is tied. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a gun! <laughs> So you have to be the tiebreaker because they they have all three of them have even amounts of votes. Oh God, this is tough. I'm just saying, Ed seems damaged after that. Yeah, yeah. I was Ed, damaged after Aris died. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was damaged. Too. Was never the I was never the same. I'm gonna go with Ed. Ed. Oh. It is graphic. I'm sorry. It <laughs> it is it is graphic. Have you seen that scene? I know it's it's not. It doesn't sound painful, but it it looks painful. Have you seen the scene? And you seen what you know? You see how Doctor Wolfenstein is like. Oh, you you got to choose. Whoever you choose, and you know, I, yeah. It's, it's it, yeah, I'm sorry. You bring up. I mean, you have to choose. You're the main character. You got to pick which one of your buddies is about to get the, the brain pulled out. Whew. <laughs> All right, so uh, Ed, that means you are moving on, and this is, means we're gonna have to have a tiebreaker. Bing, 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 bong, bing, bing, bong. Oh, God, never, never get old. <laughs> yeah, you got a flashback to Dungan Rompa with that ding dong thing. Oof. All right, all right. Let's go. <laughs> so you want to flip right. a coin on what we're doing? Yeah. Um. So this is where we're gonna choose heads. It's heads. It's uh take cover. Tells this what was it? Double plot, plot twist, plot twist. All right, heads. Ah, it's tails, plot twist. Okay, thank you. That's All so right. much for me to do. All right. Yeah, yeah. 
Sorry, right, what's up, people? If you're in the tiebreaker, um, it's time to do what we call plot twist. All right, ciao. Tell them. Okay, so in plot twist, you're gonna be given an obscure plot, and I don't have the. the I don't know why the picture's not coming up on my screen, but I'll just have to read it out to it's you there. through. Well, that is, but not the actual the the actual um thing for the uh, plot twist itself. It's not coming up on my screen, even though I do I did make them. All right, so for plot twist, we're going to go through, and I'll read you a, an obscure plot, and then you're going to have to t uh, tell me what game it belongs to. All right? Oh, no. All right, Ed, you're not in this, so don't scream it out. And you're not in it, so um, it's going to be between um, Tom and uh, jo John, all right? Okay. Okay, so ready? You guys, uh, sure. uh, is uh, Tom ready? Ready as I'm ever going to be. Okay, and John, you're ready. Yeah, and then you you guys gotta tell me who who said it first. Okay, first game is oh you only get one guess, so that's your guess, and then if you're right you get the point. If not, you know there's only five, so the best of three wins. I mean there's only three five three, but we'll have two more in just in case there's a tie. All right, so best of three. Mm -hmm. A defeated soldier finds a new employer and performs various heinous acts in his new position. Through his journey, he gains strength and powers beyond measure. He ultimately takes over his former employer's job. Is it prototype? That's your answer. Uh, who, who said that, Tom? Yeah. Uh, John, do you have an answer? <laughs> I have no idea. Do you want to take one. a guess? The, the Shredder from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> no, no. Is this going to be a game title? Okay, no. The answer is God of War. <laughs> oh, okay. Game titles. I got you. Okay. <laughs> said it, said it. Number two. A young boy from a small village undergoes an epic journey to serve his community. He ultimately becomes an equestrian and musician. Oh, no, I'm of time. I'm of time. Who said it first? Tom. Tom um, said it first? John, John said it first. I heard him. Oh, John, okay, yeah, John. Okay. Um, Number three. So, so you need this to, to, to uh, tie, uh, Tom. If John gets it, you're out. Okay, ready? A budding pugilist works his way through a bevy of elaborate characters to work up the ranks. He does enjoy the casual jog and the around the neighborhood between events. His final test is against an iron champion. Iron being capitalized. I could read it again. A budding pugilist works his way through a bevy of elaborate characters to move up the ranks. He does enjoy the casual jog around the neighborhood between events. His final test will be against an iron champion. Iron Mike Tyson's punch out? Who said that? John. Me. John, yeah, that is correct. You win with two nothing. Nice. I have no clue. Yeah, I thought it was Mike Tyson punch out too. Oh, yes, Tom. I didn't know. I, I thought it was Mike Tyson punch out. It, it was a good one. Well, Tom. Well, you fought hard, buddy. But I'm sorry, Tom. I I honestly thought you have more points than you actually got. Just to say, I don't it, think it, you it, 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 you did better than last time. You're doing good. You, you, you're, and you're coming back, but. We got to move on. We got to do this quickly. Um, so now it's down to the Kentucky Nerd versus Ed. Ed in our final so, round, which we call PVP. Um, <laughs> so in this round, I this is where we're going to ask you a question. We're gonna, I'm going to ask you a question. You give me an answer, and then I'm gonna give. I'm gonna ask you something. You give. You give me an answer, and then I'll give you a question for that answer. So today, I'm going to ask you first. What is pick a pick a game character today? 
game character. Any game character. Mario. Okay. Aloy. Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. All right. All right. The question I have for you two is, which one of these game characters would be the best chef? The best chef? Mario, he already has a bit billion different jobs. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're going to start now. Okay, Aloy, she lives in a world where you have to hunt for your own food. You have to prepare your own food. She's going to be more experienced in cooking than probably anyone else in that time period, especially. So you have to go hunt your own food, skin it, know how, what flavors it goes to, what, uh, how hot you have to have it. You have to, it's basically all trial and error. And through all that trial and error, you become a better chef. Trust me, I know. I've been doing cooking for a long time. The only problem with that is that she lives in a world where it's run by robots, so she ain't going to be able to cook nothing but nuts and bolts. Wrong. False. False. Have you ever played the game? There is wildlife. There's still wildlife. Not much. Mario, he already has a billion different jobs. No, there's still a good so why amount. Why not be chef? No, there's still a good amount. The robots only the robot overlords only aim after humans. Okay. Alright. Alright. Final arguments. Tell me why Mario is a good chef and why Al well, I can't get his name, I'm sorry. Is the best chef. Grudge. One on one. And I'm going to start with John. So, Mario, you're going to get modern food. You're not going to get some prehistoric food from whatever alloy was, period she's in. Okay. It. With alloy, you don't have to worry about a plumber being the one who cooks your meal for you. He's not a plumber no more. <laughs> Says so on Nintendo. Released. He's not a plumber. Okay. All right. All right. That was a good one. All right. Cal, my human cheat code. What What you think? Oh, Arthur, you got any fat tricks? Cal? Mic muted. Oh. All right. Hear me? Yep. Yeah, I hear Sorry, yeah. Um, the, only, the only fact that was it was actually corrected by Ed himself is that, like he said, there's only robots there, but there are, you do hunt deer and there's squirrel, I think, and rabbits and raccoons and all, and boar. So there is a lot of animals still in um, Horizon. So that, that fact was, uh, you know, shut, uh, that statement was shut down. Um, for me, I'm, I mean, they were, I, I honestly thought, um, as soon as I heard Mario, he would take it because he's an Italian guy, right? And he's supposed to be Italian and he's a plumber. I thought he'd make great Italian food and stuff. But, um, but no, one, no one said that. No one said that. So I can't give you any points. I had to give to Ed because Ed said that he'd hunt, she'd hunt the food herself and she had to feed herself eventually. So she'd have to hunt the, the animals and make it. So I'd have to give it to Ed. Okay. All right. I can't believe nobody said that Mario can cook mushrooms 3,000 different ways. Yeah, that too. The mushrooms and it's Italian food that he can make for you. Shout out to Corey. He's the one that came up with that. <laughs> are they really mushrooms or are they shrooms? Whoa. Whoa. This is a PG channel. Yes, Whoa, yes. We're not rated R. <laughs> We're rated E for everyone. Yeah, not M. Um, that's later on. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Nicole, who you're picking? I'm picking. I'm going to have to give it to Aloy. Okay, okay. Tom? Uh, yeah, the, as far as the arguments go, I, I have to give it to Aloy because I was screaming in my little box down there. 
Mario is Italian. <laughs> Italian food. He's Italian. Anyway, so if so that wasn't in, that, no, but that, that doesn't count because I said it, not not uh, yeah, John. But that, but that yeah, wasn't yeah. in the argument. It wasn't in the argument, so it was it was in it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, John. I'm sorry. It's a clean sweep. Um, I agree. I was sitting there screaming. Shit. I was sitting there thinking, as soon as you picked Mario, I was like, oh, crap, he got this. He, he got this. He just got to <laughs> say Italian. Yeah, yeah. And, and you had it, but you just just so close to yet so far. But, so oh, well, I guess it's Slutchini who is going to be the Gamer Grudge Champion of the Day. Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, will you come back? Um, and we're going we're gonna, to um, we're gonna go – do a couple more fights, and then we're gonna go uh, do a team up fight with every fighter. Um, will you will you come back and fight for that fight for something that we're gonna possibly do? yes. Okay, cool, cool. We'll set up a date. Um, but uh, seeing in the champion day, you get the first plug. The first plug. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm I'm lost now. I am. So what, like, no, no, no. You, where, where, where can we find you on the internet? Like, what do you do? Yeah. Do, you, do you on Twitter, like. What, oh, what you, uh, you can find me on Twitter under Lou Chris. That's L U C H R I S E D. You can find me on my YouTube channel under the same name. You can find me on Facebook under the same name and on Instagram under the same name. I like having things pretty uniform. And on my channels, you'll find well, pretty much anything that I can imagine. <laughs> as soon as I get the right equipment for it. Right, right. But yeah, well, we, we would we'd love. Would you like to come back even after that November fight? Yeah, this is actually kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. I know we're gonna have you back. Uh, I have a feeling. What about you? <laughs> you, you, you can reach me, me at, at real ky nerd and reach me at my website kentuckynerd.com. It's all you need. All right, all right. Well, you're coming back. I know that for a fact. You're coming back. <laughs> oh yeah, Is I'll come back. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Why not? Cool. Tom, Tom, the Z Man. So close, but yet so far. But you'll be back, though. You'll be back. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, I will. Uh, you'll find me right, right below there because I've got a new fancy lower third at Road Raider Three. Uh, just posted a new episode of Cars and Popcorn, my show on YouTube on a channel called Zed Reviews. And now it's time for the confession that I've been holding in the entire time. I've never played a single Zelda game. Oh, <gasps> blasphemy! <laughs> Wow. And he won the first round, guys. <laughs> oh my god! So much yeah, research. Yeah. I did so much research for that. One. Wow! And he won the first round. Yeah. I got beat by news. <laughs> like I said, don't underestimate the Z man. All right. Um. So now we're gonna go with uh, Nicole. Um, what do you want me to call you, Nicole? What would you like to be called? Because I got Cal the Human Cheat Code. Would you want to be called Vanna White? Oh, well, ouch! Uh, I don't know. Let me think about it, and I'll totally get back to you on that. Vanna White. I'd be like, here's the chat, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know yet. <laughs> okay, but we got Nicole. Nicole, what you got? <laughs> Uh, you know what? You can find me at Rhapsody0607 on Twitter, on Tumblr, and on YouTube. I do have a YouTube channel. Uh, I also stream uh, on Twitch and on Mixer, which you can find me at Rhapsody0607, Uniformity. Uh, yep. My li- my Oh, my uh, YouTube channel is Life Lessons, where I discuss real-world problems. All right. 
Also, she'll be, and she's now a permanent, well, I don't, I don't know permanent, but she's now a member of the Game, Gamer Grudge oh, slash gosh. Game Fixers Network. So she's now a member. Um, like, stamp it approval. Um, also, yes. <laughs> she's going to be fighting in the future. Cal, Human Cheat Code, got to say the best for last. What's going on? Um, so, yeah, you can find me at Varen Jadeja Vu on Twitter. So follow me there. I also have a YouTube, Kingslayer. Uh, so check me out there. We, you know, you can always catch up on all the old Night's Watch episodes. And I also do a wrestling recap show for WWE pay-per-views um, called Aftermath. So you can find me at, at underscore Aftermath. And the, wrestling, and the uh, Game of Thrones recap show is called Night's Watch. You can find me at Night's Watch Tube. And we are starting a new show uh, with uh, an odd Shape channel called, uh, I don't know if I should give it a name. I think it's been a uh, show so far. It's called Encrypted. So if you like cryptids like Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster as well as other paranormal stuff, you can find us Wednesday nights on the Odd Shape channel talking about that. Um, and always on this uh, show, too, every other Monday. Um, so that's going to be cool. But next week, we're going to have our Aftermath episode recapping No Mercy, which is a great game, which no one said about sports games last week. I would have accepted No Mercy at the end. But yeah, so I, I just want to say Mario is the best sports game ever. But anyway. Uh, I did pick you, unfortunately, but yeah, yeah, I would have I I liked No Mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I won that. Um, I am, if those of you don't know me and you're under a rock, I am the Buck fan, a.k.a. Tampa Buck fan. Um, also, my Bucks won. <laughs> Yay! Um, I'm awesome. That, that'll speak softly and carry that big stick. Um, anyway, uh, I am um, I am Matt Poole, a.k.a. Tampa Buck fan. So please subscribe to the Game Fixers channel. We're going to keep doing this next week. We're going to be off, sadly. But we'll be back the following Monday. And we're going to bring three more. We're going to bring three more souls to come up into the Gamer Grudge Gauntlet. I want to thank all y'all for coming back on. Also, if you're wondering, I made a video. Um, um, everybody's mad about that. I asked some people mad about that. But I just want to make a statement here. Um, that was not me as the host. Um, that's book fan. Um, this is Matt Poole right here, the host. So um, I just want to make a statement because the book fan want to make a host. It's like my alter ego, like Mick Foley and Mankind. So that's Mankind. So that was the alter ego. This is the calm, secluded minion. But um, come December, I will get Gamer Grudge Champion. I will be Gamer Grudge Champion. Um, sorry, that was me as... Do we, we have a belt and everything? Like a WWE yeah. belt? We'll have yes, um, music. We'll, I have the belt in the house. Um, It's going to be mine um, soon. Um, Tom, Kim, I'm coming for you. Um, that's that's um, the book fan, Colin. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, if you bring that weak stuff again, I'm not going to vote for you. Oh, man! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but we'll have, I'm gonna, no, I'm no. have Tom Judge and so we can eliminate you right away. <laughs> no, no. Actually, I have a guest judge coming to judge. You oh, know? wow, wow, yeah, wow. I am, I am set. Don't worry. I'm prepared for this. Um, so, uh, but anyway, we'll talk more about that down the road, people. But anyway, um, I want to thank y'all for watching Game of Grudge. Um, come back, ne not next week, but the next Monday, and we'll have three new fighters come in. Um, you know, I want to tell each of you, thank you for watching. Um, thank you for watching. Keep playing video games. Keep being yourselves. And keep grudging, people. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Live long and prosper. Game. Later. <laughs> well, I'll see you guys in the next game. Hello, people.
This is Matt Poole, aka Team Big Book Fan. Thank you for listening to the show. If you like the show, please um please like, subscribe, the podcast on um, iTunes. If we're on iTunes, Robert, we're gonna be on iTunes and SoundCloud. So please subscribe to this. Also, if it's not a bother, also go subscribe to the um Game Fixers channel. That's Game Fixers channel on YouTube. We do this show live. So this is actually the um pre-recorded show that we already do live. So if you want to watch the show live, Come join us. We would love to have you there. Also, if you would like to be on the show, go to GG Game Fixers. Talk, um, say, I would like to be on the show. And we'll get you on the show. We'd love to have anybody. This is a show for anybody and anybody, anybody, anywhere that wants to be on the show. We'll make a way to get you on the show. This is a show for the public. You, the people, not stars. You, the people, are the people that help create Green Grudge. And we want you to be the public. So, come on. And well, is there anything else? Yeah, um, go subscribe to the other people that helped make the game fixes. That's Cal, Nicole, Joe Davis. Um, and um, go subscribe to their channels. We love help, they helped us. We're gonna, they helped me, so we're gonna help them. Subscribe to their channels, it's gonna be in the description below. Like I said, if you've gone find the game fixes, you're gonna find them. So, subscribe to their channels too. We want to help others. And like I said, don't forget, forget, go subscribe to the iShape panel. They also help us a lot. So subscribe to them and go watch them. They're pretty cool. But, hmm, am I forgetting anything? Uh, no, I don't think. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, duh. Um, as I say every show, um, be, I ask you to be yourself. Keep playing video games. You know, be yourself. I said that twice. Crap. Oh, well. Anyway. Well, I'm just going to say it. Rudge on, people. Keep playing games. See ya.